black women want to support other black women and I've seen it whenever I buy something I'm like is there a black woman that sells this that I could support maybe instead (laughs) um right (laughs) and, and they're high quality and it's amazing to like be a part of a community that is willing to do that welcome to baddies with business I'm your host, Maloran Hodge. Come with me on a journey as I create a space to chat with Black women about their aspirations, struggles, and learnings within business. Learn and grow as we talk about how being a baddie and business go hand in hand. Friends, I have a rock star with me today. So baddie, tell us about yourself. You're the best. Um, I'm Sam Viotti. Um, I'm an artist, creator, creative strategist, actively working on not having my job define me. Um, I'm, I grew up in Brooklyn, New York City, um, and then went to Massachusetts for school and now live in D.C., which I, I think all those things are part of my identity um, mm-hmm. and how I create art. And so trying to make those things more of my identity than the like job that I do or the work that I produce, though. So, the art is really why we're here today. So, you know, yeah. definitely a part of who I am. <laughs> yes. And now that you explain that it makes total sense when I like merge them all together in my head and I look at you, that's what I see. Look Thank at that. you. I wish <laughs> everyone could see this face. <laughs> I know. I know. So let's hear more about the Viati collection. Yeah. So I, it originally started as Viati illustrations mm-hmm. um, in 2018. I started um, drawing a little bit more. Before this, I was a multimedia instructor at a community center in Boston, um, teaching students multimedia art. And they were doing these like really cool illustrations of social justice um, icons. And we were using Photoshop to make these illustrations. And uh, I didn't know how to use Photoshop in that way. And they kept asking me questions. And I was like, I really, I really don't know how to help you. Um, And so I was dating someone at the time and we'd been dating for a while. And I was like, what do you get someone that like has everything? Um, So I decided I was going to draw a portrait of them Um, and they're an artist. So I drew a portrait of them and I ended up posting it and I was like, actually, this is kind of good. And so I kept doing that. And in 2018, so January of 2018, I started making more and decided that I was just going to continue to make illustrations. Um, and the best way to do that for me was I have to like put it out into the world. So I made an Instagram account called the audio illustrations at three followers. They're my three friends who um, I told I was doing this project. And so mm-hmm. for the month of February, I decided for every day of black history month, I was going to make an illustration of a black artist, visual artist, um, and like kind of tell a little bit about their story. Um, and so I started there then started making more prints, just people were like one off, like, Hey, let me like, could I like have an illustration of me and my partner? Could I have an illustration of me and my family? And so I just continued to do that. Um, so this is really the Viati collection has like kind of transformed from just kind of illustrations to creating products. So greeting mm-hmm. cards, arts, art posters, custom art prints, um, design consulting, creative strategy. So kind of has evolved into a more like business than just kind of one-off art art mm-hmm. things. Yeah. Can you tell us more about your illustration? So I really love your art illustration, especially from Black History Month, because there's no face, but you can like see the image. And it's like, I 
I feel like I'm looking in the mirror. I don't know if that's that's your intention, but can you tell us more about the reason behind like no face and just yeah, yeah. that is one I love that you said that and that you like feel like it's a mirror. I so it started as I actually am not good at drawing faces, which is mm-hmm. why I didn't do it. Um, it was like they look a little janky. I I just like don't really want to do it. Um, and the picture looked better without it. And then I was like, wait, but this person's face, I still know who this person is when I look mm-hmm. at them, even though I don't see their defining like eyes, nose, mouth features. Um, and so I thought that that was kind of interesting. And so really started to think about identity and how we kind of like look at people um, and think about how like, there are so many defining factors about people's characteristics, their posture, their hair, their eyebrows, um, their like, facial structure because like you can still see that in the image um the clothes that they're wearing the things that are in the background can tell you who a person is and so i thought you know i'm not even gonna try and learn how to draw faces because i actually like the way that this looks and mm-hmm. um, i think that there's something interesting about particularly the art that i make is about like black people and black artists in particular um is you know like oftentimes people don't know who these artists are like they've seen their work but they don't know who they are and so like thinking Mm -hmm. about like what facelessness means and how we like think about people and black identity how we're Mm -hmm. often faceless um or have not like had the opportunity to be like individuals and so this is about individuality artists and kind of just educating people about who these black artists are there's so many i really love them for the first series that i did in 2018 i just like these are black artists that i've come to love um and i wanted other people to like know their work and see who they were as well. Yeah. And I love that your artist definition of artist, it ranges. So it's not just like musical. It's like art, well, the art, but it's also like literature (laughs) and it's a wide spectrum. So I really appreciate that. And I also like this piece that you talk about around identity, because I think Identity is super deep because there can be like things you perceive about a person based off of those facial expressions and the things you see. But then also once you get to know them, like it allows you to understand more about those features that they have. Um, if you follow me, I might've got a little deep there. <laughs> but no, yeah. I think that that's, that's right. And so I have a friend who I like drew his face and then sent mm-hmm. it to him and he has like very uh, distinct like facial hair and Mm -hmm. like his haircut is very distinct. And like, you look at it and you're like, that's, that's who that person is, you know? And so people are able to like identify people without even really seeing some of those other things, which I think is interesting. And just like the way that people, their body language, the things that are around them are Mm -hmm. what make people who they are. And I think oftentimes we, I mean, aesthetically we look at people and we like kind of define who they are through that, but there's some other aesthetic or visual things that are cues to like who a person is beyond just like their face. So excited that you picked up what I was putting down. Thank you so much. I I picked it up and I I put it in my pocket. (laughs) Thank you. And and thinking about, so you shared more about just um, like the faces and not being as comfortable with that, but then also finding your niche with just like not having the face and digging deeper into identity um, and just like how you've also shifted from just doing illustrations to having a collection. So what are some other learnings that you've had that are similar to those 
or maybe a range of other things that you just want to share. And then also as like being a black woman entrepreneur, like what are some of those additional learnings that may be layered on top of that? So I originally was just making illustrations and then realized that people were like requesting them. And I was Mm -hmm. like, I could make money. I was also submitting things to galleries and I was like, I can make money. And so mm-hmm. I actually, like it started as a passion. I have conflicting feelings about like making passions my job and like all of those other things. I've kind of evolved to like, do I necessarily need to, like because I love something, do I need to make it my full-time work? And I'd, I, I'm still in the position right now of like, I'm not sure. I don't know. This is like, I have a full-time job and this is a business that I run. So there's that. Um, but I, it is just taking all the opportunities that kind of presented themselves. And I was seeking, I was actively seeking opportunities. I was like, Mm -hmm. you know, I don't know. I applied, someone sent me um, an application. They're like, they're doing an open call for artists. It seems like you should probably submit. I was like, okay. I didn't think I was going to get it. I got it. And I was like, oh, this is amazing. I was like, that's cool. I don't think anyone's going to buy the work. Someone bought the work at the, at the show. Um, and I was like, oh, this is a possibility. And so I just kept applying to more opportunities that might've been like that. And so they kept coming. People started reaching out to me. Um, mm-hmm. And then one of my friends, which I think this is kind of like where I was like, oh, this could be something else. And like, I yeah. can kind of scale or expand was um, I had a friend that worked at the outrage who reached out and was like, Hey, we're having a market. Would you like to sell, sell stuff? I didn't have a single product at that time. Mm. Um, I said, yep, I will make, yes. I said, yes. Um, and that was (laughs) with a month left to like print cards, make prints and like come up with merchandise to sell. I had zero things. And so I had to figure it all out. I spent, I think, every single lunch break in FedEx and at the post office, um, mailing or like receiving packages. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the, the learning that I had there, I was like, I learned so quickly because I had to. I said yes to this opportunity. Mm-hmm. I didn't have anything. And I was like, how embarrassing would it be to show up at this market with yeah. no merch? Yeah. <laughs> and I was going to sell some stuff and I did it. So uh, I learned that like making something bad, I think, and this is like... Uh, something that I really believe is like making something bad often, not always is better than not making anything at all. The things, the cards that I made, they're not like, I remember printing that. I was like, these look terrible. Something else happened. Another print got printed. And I was like, I don't love this. People bought stuff. I sold out of 90% of my merch that day. And so I was like, this is just like, this was an experiment in a proof of concept. And so I didn't even really have to have the vision for a shop yet. Um, Mm -hmm. I just had to make something and then people kind of latched on. The other thing that I was nervous about to answer your second question about like being a black woman, I was like, this is really specific. Like the art, the art that I make is like, it was black women. They're like portraits of Lizzo, Beyonce, Mm -hmm. um, black artists. Then there's like the postcard series. I made postcards and they're all black artists. And I was like, this is a really specific (laughs) group. Um, I like made Martin and Gina holiday cards. Like, Kwanzaa, like I was just, mm-hmm. I was like, this is really black. Um, and I was worried that like not everyone would be interested. Um, and like the wonderful thing, like black women came to the booth and were like, oh my goodness, I'm so yeah. happy this is happening. I feel so seen. I want all of those things. I love Toni Morrison, right? Like, so mm-hmm. black women were able to see themselves and like really excited that like people that they love and admire were on posters and cards and things that they could purchase. Um, and were just like excited to support me, which I think was the other thing. They were like, I've been looking for a black artist to like support 
art-wise, I want some prints in my house and I would love to buy them from you. There's been a lot of support from other mm-hmm. Black women, you included, um, oh. right? So like, I think that there's a community in terms of like Black businesses and being a Black woman in particular, that like Black women want to support other Black women. And I've seen yeah. it. Whenever I buy something, I'm like, is there a Black woman that sells this that I could support maybe instead? <laughs> um, right. <laughs> and, and they're high quality and it's amazing to like be a part of a community that is willing to do that. And I think my, my friends have been like my biggest supporters, which has been probably really, really exciting. I think when I started making it, I was like, I don't want to burden my friends with like making them buy my stuff. And the thing is I didn't make them. They, they offered to support, which I I mean, I don't know that this probably happens with other people, but just like feels extra special with other black women. So what you shared and your learnings, I'm hearing this piece around, you said yes. So you kind of stepped out on faith and you're like, I'm going to do this thing and had a couple of weeks to just like make it happen. There's also like leaning on your community and your network, not to just like, hey, I want to make something for you. I want you to buy it. But like, no, I really want to invest in you. And I see true potential. Also, there was this piece I, I felt like I heard you talking about is you had a goal for doing something new. You didn't know what that was, but you had a goal of just like making it happen and making a really lasting uh, first impression. So is that a good summation of the things you've learned? That is definitely a good summation of the things I've learned. Uh, yes. Awesome. Thank you. Love a summary. <laughs> <laughs> um, In thinking about the learnings, what have been some challenges or things that were just hard walls that you may have hit? And that could have been like not only navigating the business, but as you were thinking about like expanding your collection and things like that. I would say the hardest thing, and it still is, is I don't know shit about business. Nothing. Mm -hmm. Didn't go to B school. I hadn't like started something before. I was a freelancer. And so like being a freelancer is is easier than running a business, which I thought that they would be the same and they are not. Um, like figuring out whether you apply for a B Corp or a LLC or figuring out how you like figure out the tax stuff. How do you like all of those things have been confusing. Um, I can ask people, people often just give the, the advice that they can, which is what they did. Um, which sometimes works, but if you're not doing the same thing as somebody else, you then don't have like I can't replicate it, right? Like I am, mm-hmm. I'm trying to do like art. I'm making art plus like submitting to art galleries plus making a profit off of like making merch. And so like I'm trying to figure out like ask those two different sectors like what the best way of going about that is. Mm-hmm. I think there's another added layer of like because of like being like being an artist and selling art. I have to decide like which prints am I saying this is an original and I have to price it at a different thing. And this is yeah. something that I will make a print of and this is going on a card and so I can sell it for less. And like, I just, there's sometimes like I make one print and people are like, I would love that on a, a postcard. I'm like, I don't make postcards of those. I can't. Like I've, mm-hmm. I, I made the decision months ago that I can't or submitted something to a gallery. People really like it. And I've now promised the gallery that I can't, you know, I'm not going to reproduce this. Um, and there's only one of them. And so right. like, I didn't even know that that would have been an issue until I started doing this. So that that's mm-hmm. been a challenge. Um, I'm one person. And so I've been now thinking about, I'm like, do I try and secure funding so that I can get an assistant? Because like my scalability would be wider if I mm-hmm. had another person helping me. I deeply believe in paying people for their work. People are like, just get an intern. I'm like, I don't want, I don't want just an intern. Also, you right. got to you got to support the intern. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and like, I want it to be a fruitful experience. 
I'm currently in the process of revamping my entire website. Um, especially in the, I was like, wow, quarantine hit. I'll be home for a while. I'll revamp my website because people will go online to buy things eventually. Right. I'm still struggling with that. I'm still struggling to figure out like what to put online, what not to, um, and just like trying to do that in general. So figuring out revenue, like all I knew was I should make more money than I'm spending is all I knew. And so that's kind of still where I am. It's so it's like trying to figure out business knowledge on my own has been a deep challenge, but people are more than happy to help. Um, mm-hmm. I've been going to every once in a while, I like, go into a new business or like a bookstore or a new shop. Um, and ask people how they started or like what they're doing um, to get some advice, which has been super yeah. helpful um, and awesome in building community because then you can tell people what you're doing and they're, it's now on their radar for when they're um, looking for other opportunities or trying to do something else. So definitely hard, um, but they're man- to me, they feel like manageable challenges and mm-hmm. ones that I f- I'm excited to kind of overcome. Uh, the shop online store thing is like a project that I'm excited about figuring out the business stuff is exciting because like it benefits me directly and possibly other people. Um, so challenges, but like fun ones that like, yeah, I'm willing to tackle. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So like challenges, but then they're moving into opportunities and Mm -hmm. ways you can expand your skill set. As you think about some of these challenges that you've been faced with and also learnings, what are some words of advice that you would give to folks who are where you were like in 2017, just like thinking about starting it up? What are some words of advice you would give to them? I think I said it before, but it's like kind of twofold, which is one is making something bad is probably better than not making anything at all. I stand mm-hmm. by that. Um, no one will know that you make anything unless you make it. Make like, something. <laughs> concept is just like not enough. Everyone has ideas. Executing on them is way harder. And so I used to like judge people who like, well, here's my mixtape. And I'm like, your mixtape's terrible. But the thing is, I was like, they have a mixtape. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so... Um, that's one. And then two is I was like, just, and still am working on it, afraid of self-promotion. But I think my advice is like, don't be afraid of self-promo. Um, more recently, I have gotten better at like telling my family about the work that I'm doing. I think I was a little nervous. Um, I didn't want to be like the, the daughter who's like, buy my thing. Or like, here's the thing that I'm doing. Mm -hmm. Um, no one knows that you're doing stuff unless you tell them. Like friends are like, I had no idea you ran this entire thing, right? And so recently I've been like reaching out to people and telling them about the work that I'm doing. And one, it's been met with like great like support and two, people want to support and then tell other people about it. So don't be afraid of self-promotion. Um, I have been, but it, it has benefited me in a way that has been like extremely exciting. So those are the two pieces of advice. Yeah, I love those. Just self-promotion and just do it. Just just put it out there. Make the mixtape. Make, make it. Whatever it is. Even if it's bad. <laughs> Even if it's bad. At least you can say I have done it and the only place you can go is up. Right. Me. It gets better. You it can't make better. things better from having nothing. So Right. As you think about better and bigger with the Viati collection, where do you aspire to be in two to three years? And how can the community of baddies help you get there? I love this idea of community of baddies. Just <laughs> my goodness. Um, 
two to three years from now, I hope to have like a robust collection of merch. Um, I also, you know, social distancing has changed some of the goals that I had. I was planning on like maybe starting a gallery or um, securing a space. And I think I'm, I'm thinking a little differently about that now just because of how the world has kind of shaped out. Thinking about more kind of design and pop-up opportunities. And so two to three years from now, running a, running a business that does design consulting and has products. Um, and then in terms of support, when the website's up and running, for sure, please go check it out. Tell your friends, follow me on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, if you're looking for custom prints or any design work, I'd be happy to like work with folks. I know people like do pro- like have products, but need special, like would love to collaborate with people um, in terms of like making illustrations and designing stuff with others. So black women working with other black women, if black women yes. have products, I would love to like merge, like do a special, special product. Um, so yeah, that's my, my hope and dream for this, for my community. <laughs> okay. I love that. So baddies get ready. We're going to merge some stuff out there. <laughs> and where can we find you on the interwebs and social media? At Viati Collection on Instagram. Viatticollection.com is the website. It, it functions, so you can get there. But definitely DM me on Instagram if yeah. you're looking for some stuff. The website's, you know, a little jank jank. It's, it's your mixtape right now. The website's your mixtape. The website is my mixtape right now. <laughs> wow, I'm forever just going to anything that's yeah. not great. A mixtape is a mixtape. Uh huh. Just use all of that. <laughs> oh, that is so good. I'm also going to name that I'm going to include your website and your handle in the description of this episode. Amazing. And with that, do you have any closing baddie? Viati business tips to leave the people with. One thing that I discovered is print on demand. Don't know if people are um, familiar. And if you create products, um, I am fascinated and it's amazing. Um, there are a bunch of apps that like enable you to do print on demand. So you don't have to spend as much money on creating or like designing or producing products. So if you make products. Print on demand is actually a great option. <laughs> awesome. Well, y'all print on demand. Make that mixtape. And this is Sam. Baddies, friends, thank you for joining another episode of Baddies with Business. For more details about today's feature baddie, check out the episode description box. I have included her um, social media accounts, and also ways that you can stay up to date on all things baddies with business. If you're a baddie with a business or aspiring business and want to chat, I want to hear from you. You can contact me at baddieswithbusiness at gmail.com. If you want to support baddies with business and join the growing community of friends, consider joining the baddies with business Patreon community. The link for that is also in the description box. In closing, here's a word from the Lord, Audrey Lord. When we speak, we are afraid our words will not be heard nor welcome. But when we are silent, we are still afraid. So it is better to speak. Be bad, be bold, be a baddie.